What's up, Witty King? What's up, Witty Queen? It's your big brother, Demont Pope, a.k.a. King Genesis, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses, and you are now tuned in to the King Speaks podcast. Yeah! Hey, what's up, Witty King? What's up, Witty Queen? You already know who it is. It's your big brother, DeMont Pope, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses. Listen, hey, I got another special guest for you today. First of all, I just want to thank you for stopping through. I want to thank you for spending time with you, bro. Listen, man, I got a special guest for y'all today. You're not going to want to miss this person. But remember, it's your big brother, so you already know I'm talking about purpose. So we came together, right, to bring our resources together, our knowledge, our information, and see if we can add some value to you or somebody you know. So without further delay, I want to present to some, right, introduce to others, right, none other than Dr. Tamika Ellington. Yeah! What's up, What's up? up, (laughs) I'm so grateful for you. I know you're busy, like you got a ton of hats, right, and you're doing a lot of major, major things. So I appreciate you for uh, not considering it a uh, robbery to come kick it <laughs> as we speak purpose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. Anything for my brother, anything. Uh, see, that's love. And I hope y'all paying attention to that, man, because it shows how important relationships are. Absolutely. And nobody who is successful is an island. So I, I've been, I've been uh, honored to know Dr. Tamika ever since we first met. Like we're a part of a community of speakers and I've, I brought a few of our um, classmates on, so to speak, a few of our cla- uh, classmates, peers, colleagues, however you want to say it, right? Um, but she, she, she's special, you know what I mean? It's something about her, and I'm sure you'll find that out in a minute. So without further delay, I know you, Dr. T, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I know you, I know the hats you wear, and I know some of the struggles you've had to overcome to get to where you are today. It, right. it didn't come without a risk factor, right? We're talking about Absolutely. entrepreneurship and business ownership. So first of all, jump right into it for the listeners because they like, man, who is she, man? You all excited? Like, who is she? I don't know her. All right, cool. So do me a favor. Tell us who is doctor. And you got to pause when you say doctor. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, who is Dr. Tamika Ellington and what exactly is it that you do? So I am actually currently an empowerment speaker. I'm an author. Uh, I've published three different books, two empowerment books. Um, I have my book, um, Make Fear Your Superpower, is my first empowerment book that I published. And then I have another book that's specifically for, um, this is Be the Goat, Career Readiness Manual for First-Generation Students and Young Professionals. So um, I've been, you know, working in academia now for probably about 15 years. Recently just stepped out on my own and started uh, my business, speaking business full-time. I'm going to be stepping into coaching real soon. And and I'm I'm starting a podcast real soon. The podcast is called Student Access 101. So I'll be talking about critical topics that relate to access for underrepresented students and first generation students. Wow. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. But I actually began my career as a fashion designer. What? Yes. You make threads, you make designs, you make your clothes. (laughs) Absolutely, uh, yes. Who you think Start- you know a person, man? I thought I knew you. I don't even know you. Who are you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah started off as a fashion designer. So um, I used to work for big companies like Abercrombie & Fitch. Mm. I was a designer for them. Um, I was a designer for Bath & Body Works and some of the other limited corporations. Nice. And, you know, while I was working in fashion, I absolutely loved it, but I didn't feel as though I was fulfilled. 
there was still something missing. I was, you know, doing what I was trained to do as a fashion designer and I loved what I was doing, but I just didn't feel like I was adding anything to the universe. Mm. You know what I like what you said? You were doing what you were trained to do. Right. I'm pretty Absolutely. sure you were amazing at doing it, but the, right. the difference, that key word, I don't want the people to miss. You were doing what you were trained to do, not necessarily purposed to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it just so happened that, you know, I ended up going into to teaching and I started teaching um, and teaching led me then into empowerment speaking. Um, my students, they were the ones that really encouraged me to step out and do it because they were telling me like, oh, well, you know, Dr. Ellington, you helped me increase my level of self-esteem or Dr. Ellington, you really showed me that I can do anything. And so not only was I, you know, teaching these young people, but I was empowering them and didn't even know it, didn't you know? know it. And the kids were like, they were like, I told them, I said, I think I, I want to be a speaker. And my students were like, you should do it. You will be great at it. And so if it wasn't for my students encouraging me, then I probably, you know, wouldn't have even thought to do it. But, you know, they they were my encouragement. And I started the First Generation Revolutionaries Movement a few years ago, which is a movement that is dedicated to first generation students, um, empowering them and providing them with career, professional development, personal development. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's me. I love it, Dr. T. And first of all, I owe you an apology, man, because in the middle of your interview, we just jumping off, getting into some good stuff. I got things going on. I got the office line <laughs> ringing, but that's what we want, right? So, yes, you know, absolutely. I'm not even going to edit that part out because we want the phone to be ringing because in this Ooh. entrepreneurial ground, a lot of times we got to make phone calls. So I'm just happy absolutely. that the phone is ringing. Somebody checking absolutely. for you. Absolutely. It's you a blessing to have your phone ringing. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And also I'm reaching. So when you brought up those books, you mentioned something. So I had to do a little reaching in my little bag, right? Right quick, you know what I'm saying? Because what the people don't know, I haven't announced on the interviews yet, is that look, your boy got a book coming out too, and I just got my proof right quick. You know what I'm saying? I'm going over the proof, making sure everything is everything. So I got a book myself that's about to be coming out. It's actually available for pre-order uh right now. If they get at me via website or via um my social media, I can get you the pre-order um, form and all of that. And it's also available on Amazon right now for pre-order too. But, you know, shameless plug. It ain't out officially until March 25th. But since Dr. T came in here with all that heat, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't <laughs> let her I couldn't <laughs> let her do it by herself. So I got to join <laughs> you with throwing the book up. So make Congratulations, sure Congratulations, bro. Yeah, thank you, sis. Yes. Thank you, sis. My first time and you are a three times author. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So kudos to you because I know going through this process, I'd be like, man, what am I doing? Like, this is so frustrating. It's difficult, but it's rewarding and fulfilling at the end. So absolutely, thank you for your contributions, Dr. T. Now, you told us that you started out in an entirely different career field. You talked about um, fashion designing, which is a very lucrative um, industry, to be yeah. honest. It's competitive, but it's very, very um, rewarding financially yeah. and, and yeah. in other ways, but you, you had to transition, right? And, and we going into our next question. And I just want to remind the listeners that you said that you were doing what you were trained to do, Absolutely. right? But there was yep. still something on the inside of you 
that you were purposed to do, that you were born to do, that you were created to do, that God had blessed you with natural gifts, talents, and abilities that you did not necessarily have to Woo! be trained for to start, but you had to invest and get the knowledge and get the information. And as an educator, I'm sure you can value mm. knowledge and information, right? Because yes, that propelled absolutely. you to where you are today and it made you an authority, right? And it yes. made you a three-time author, right? Now, not only that, but you talked about your students. Yeah, and that's a that's a sweet spot because we both yes. have a passion for these students. You understand? Yes, absolutely. And, and that's gonna lead me to my next question because my next question was, you know, did you always want to be before there was a doctor? Did Tamika, the little girl Tamika, right? Did you always want to be a speaker, uh, educator, author? with a PhD, but wait, not only are you all of that, but I did a little research. I was dibbling and dabbling on your website and I saw that you are not only all of these things, but you are also uh, a, a, not just an educator, but an award-winning educator and scholar, not only that, but 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 you are also a uh, student advocate. Like you yeah. wear a lot of hats, you wear a lot of hats, yeah. doc. So talk to me about that. Now you already hinted that the kids, the students, kind of confirmed or stamped your uh stepping into your purpose because all you was doing was teaching the kids you were yes. doing what you love doing adding value right. to those students and right. they came and told you that the value that you were bringing them was so much bigger than you even thought let's talk about yeah. that how did this start oh my gosh you know what i never would have ever dreamed that i would be doing this um i used to be really shy to my very, very shy. Like I could not get up and speak in front of a room of people without stammering, stuttering. I mean, it was a, it was a mess. Like when I first started out, like I remember my very first class I ever taught was at Michigan State. Um, I was teaching a drawing class for Michigan State. I got up in front of those students the very first day. I felt like I was about to throw up because wow. I was just like, my body was just so nervous. You know, I would have never guessed that I would have been doing this ever since I was a little girl. I would say probably since I was about in eighth grade, I knew that I wanted to do fashion design. Mm. That was my, like one of my first loves. Be even before that, I knew that I was always a creative person. The first job I really wanted was to be an illustrator for Marvel Comics. Wow. That was the, yeah, that was the first job I really wanted. So I would have been drawing Spider-Man and everybody else, right? Come on. Right. So that was the first job that I wanted. But then as soon as I got a chance to touch a sewing machine, my life changed forever. And I knew that, you know, sewing and being a fashion designer was what I wanted to do. And I still, I still consider myself a fashion designer. I love it. But me being an educator, it just so happened that I was a fashion educator. I could have been teaching music. I could have been teaching photography, whatever the case might be. It just so happened that I was a fashion educator and that opportunity led me to where I am now because I would have never been able to step into this, you know, this new, you know, this new industry of being an empowerment speaker if I didn't take that step first, if I wasn't an educator first, you know? So it's what led me to, to doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And I, I left, I mean, as you know, I was, before I left Kent State, I was assistant dean for the College of the Arts and I left my six-figure cushy job you know, to, to do this, this is what, that's my purpose. As you have on your shirt, you know, that's, it's my purpose. Mm -hmm. It is my purpose. And I was willing to risk it all, you know, as you know, willing yeah. to risk it all oh, yeah. 
for me to follow my purpose. Yeah, I'm knowing. And, and, and that's one of the things. Listen, I'm glad you, you know, I wasn't going to tell you business. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but but I'm glad you're telling your business because that's that's one of the <laughs> things. That's one of the things that 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 I noticed about you right off. I noticed the struggle and the transition that you were in when we first had the opportunity to meet in person at the conference that we had. Now, when you said that you were walking away, right, six yeah. figures. So you already financially successful, right? right? You already have the accolades, the titles, the PhD, right? You already are in position. We're talking about where you, you, what was your title officially at Kent State? Assistant Dean. Assistant Dean, right? Yeah. So we, we talking about you are already in a comfortable career where yeah, you can okay. retire from, right? Had tenure and everything. They would have never fired me. Mm, we're going tenure. nowhere. But you I walked had to, away from my tenure. You had to walk away from it because of purpose, right? Because Absolutely. of something greater on the inside of you. You took a risk. You risked it all. You said, I'm going to walk away from these six figures. I don't know how my next dollar is coming, Woo! but I know it's you something inside it. of me that I can offer. You say it. Absolutely. But I can't offer it until I break away from these chains of restriction. Because even though Ooh, I had tenure, yeah. even though you had all of the accolades and all of the position and all of the foundation laid, guess mm. what? There was something inside of you. Listen, you had to break beyond that ceiling and I told somebody on the last interview is you can't let somebody else ceiling be your ceiling because guess Ooh. what when they max out you could be just beginning and that's what happened with you Dr. Tamika like yeah. I, I you you they hit the ceiling and you were yeah. just beginning their ceiling was Absolutely. your floor now you're Absolutely. stepping on up moving on Absolutely. up like George and yeah. Weezy huh? <laughs> that's throwback Absolutely. like they don't know nothing about that you know what I'm saying and you know what's really interesting is that a lot of people criticize me you know, a lot of people was like, mm. I can't believe you're doing this. Like you have, I mean, you don't have to. You Let don't me stop have you. To Let me stop you. You better stop because you're going into another question and we ain't got there yet. Mm. criticized you people criticized you we're gonna deal with that in a minute but let me Absolutely. pause you because i want to get to the next question right uh i don't want you to i don't want you to ruin the goods you know what i'm saying for <laughs> later on but keep that in the back of your mind yes. that the people criticized you and, and and the people did not see what your vision was because after yeah. all it wasn't their vision it's yours Absolutely. Doctor. you know what Absolutely. i'm saying so let me ask you this since you were talking about the criticism I want to know, because we know about all of your successes, right? We know about the award winning, right? We know that you're this successful, this magnificent, dynamic, powerful empowerment speaker, this three-time author, right? We know, we know this right now, all right? But now tell me about this. What is the biggest challenge that you're facing right now, right? And how are you handling it? Let's talk about that. Wow. I'm sorry. I had to go there. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I'm happy to say that I've been able to get over one of the biggest challenges that I've been facing. Um, as you know, I, one of the things that I had to sacrifice going into this was walking away from my marriage of 14 years. Yeah. Um, I had to walk away because my ex-husband was one of those people who criticized me, was one of those people who didn't want to support me. Um, but I've been able to get beyond that. And so now, right now, what my focus is, and one of the things that I'm really challenged on is just being disciplined. I've always been a very disciplined person, mm -hmm. but when you become an entrepreneur, it takes discipline to a whole nother level. I mean, and so the consistency and the discipline are things that I've been, you know, really working to get a handle on. And I actually started off the new year with an amazing 
chart that I built for myself that talks about my weekly goals, my daily goals, my year end goals, what I'm hoping to, you know, accomplish for the whole year. So I'm, I'm getting my stuff together, you know, so that I can be ready. Cause I, I have to, if I don't be disciplined, my business won't be able to grow as fruitful as I know it could be, you know? Mm, mm, you said a mouthful. Listen, yeah. and, and, and with that challenge, and again, you shared that struggle too. So again, I think, I think we were joined together because of the, the, the power in your struggle. See, sometimes we don't know how our struggle can empower others. <clears throat> Absolutely. And, and, and me, you know, like you talked about wanting to do the fashion design and, and, and talked about wanting to do the Marvel uh, comic situation. Mm-hmm. And I love superhero movies and oh, not only yes. that, but guess what, Dr. T, I ain't always wanted to be no speaker myself. I didn't always want to be, you know, doing a podcast called King Speaks. I didn't want to be doing mm-hmm. a YouTube channel, you know what I'm saying? Or none of this stuff. Like in my mind, when I was growing up, like you couldn't, when I heard Tupac and I learned the Tupac Shakur song front and back, the whole song, you couldn't tell me that I wasn't supposed to be a rapper. <laughs> so I spent every day of my life, Dr. T, yes. working on being a rapper. But guess what? Because I grew up in the church. So my, my background is, is is spiritual, right? So I can't act like that's not a part of who I am. Even when yeah. I try to get away from it, God be like, you remember who you are. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? And, and, and I, I, I tried to be, well, for so many years, I built the career on gospel rapping because although I had a gift for music I've always wanted to inspire and empower and uplift people so I thought I was going to be this successful gospel rapper and I I dedicated years of this but I noticed one thing Dr. T as I went to do um shows for music right I I got my own company KOBG Music Group you can look that up we still official we still got some music out there check it (laughs) out but um as we did shows I noticed that I got more and more offers and opportunities to speak now growing up in the church and you know coming from being in youth ministry I was a assistant youth pastor before I've been a youth pastor at one point and 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 coming from that like I didn't understand why I was always being handed a microphone but Mm. it wasn't necessarily always to rap so I'm glad you highlighted that sometimes sometimes you have to pivot Right. Sometimes you don't have to quit doing what you're doing, but sometimes you got to pivot because God may be leading you in a different direction according to your purpose. So, you know, I thought the music was going to make me successful, but the music prepared me, gave me stage presence, gave me the confidence to be on stage or in front of people with a microphone. So I love that. So when you talk about criticism, like I got people that be criticizing me now because they so used to every time I open my mouth, they're so used to me preaching or or, or giving a spiritual message. So it's like now they can't really understand understand you know what's really going on but it's like you can't put God in a box so I had to break out of that box and I had to lose some friends I had to lose some relationships I too have um, been divorced right so so we got some similarities in our struggles so yeah I'm glad that you highlight this and this one is already going different than the other interviews and I love it because I think we're gonna start a a whole nother series right here with you with this one so you set the standard for the next interviews to come so I'm grateful for that now since we're talking about the criticism right you told me about um, the husband that you had to walk away from, the ex-husband. Yeah. So you had to break the family structure, something that you had invested in and you was planning to be in for life, but right. it wasn't balancing out with your purpose. Sometimes we can be unevenly yoked. The Bible talk about us being evenly yoked, right? And, and people don't really understand that. I ain't going to preach to you, but it's in here. You understand yeah. that? So you noticed that you were unevenly yoked. Like I noticed yeah. that I was unevenly yoked. And that's one of the hardest things for people have to do um, when you really love your family and you Absolutely. really are in it for the long 
stronghold, that's the biggest sacrifice you can walk away from, right? Yes. Um, but you're noticing that that sacrifice wasn't for nothing. You're growing because of it. Um, and mm -hmm. now um, even he can see the evidence of it. Now, yes. let me ask you this, since we're talking about the criticism, we're talking about the struggles, we're talking about the challenge, and it's all wrapped up in one word, purpose, right? Purpose, yes. So Dr. Tamika, talk to me about the insult, right? What is an insult that you receive, mm. right? That you are now proud of. Like, I can't believe they said that. I can't believe they criticized. I can't believe, but now I'm so glad that oh you said gosh. and that you did what you did because it pushed me to get right here. Let's talk about that. Oh my goodness. Demont, I am the first black professor of fashion ever at Kent State University. Whoa, say that, say that again. I am the first black professor of fashion design ever mm. at Kent State University. History. When I, when, in history. When I came into that position, I ended up having to file an affirmative action case against the fashion school because I had previously applied for three other positions and got denied for all three. Mm. And I realized that because I was working there as a part-time instructor, okay. it was good for me to work part-time, but they didn't want to have me work full-time. And have more control and have more stature. They didn't want that. They just they were like, okay, she can stay part time. Yeah, but so since I was working there part time, I saw the individuals that they hired instead of hiring me. Mm -hmm. And I realized that these people were not as qualified as me. Only thing they had over me was that they were white. Wow. That's the only thing they had over me, yeah, right? Real issue. Let's talk about it. Right. When I became professor, when I attained my PhD, one of the worst insults that I ever got that I just glorify now because it's what gave me my fire, right? I've had colleagues of mine, white colleagues of mine, compliment me on how eloquently I speak. Oh, wow. Wow, they were expecting how, you to talk um, like me. How, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> like, you're so eloquent. You know, you're ah. so outspoken. I'm like, am I not supposed to be? Come on, sis. Am I not supposed, you expect something different? Talk. You know? And so I was able to take that negativity and just turn it into this amazing person that you see before you because the insults is what gave me my fire. I'm telling you, knowing the fact that I was in a space where the people didn't want me to be there in the first place. And for me to be able to work through all of that, I got to a point where, because I used to go to work, stress was just, it was just unbelievable stress, yeah. right? To the point where my hair was falling out. I ended up wow. getting shingles. I was only like 37 or something and I ended up getting shingles. I mean, who does that? Because of all of that stress, you know? God spoke to me after about two years of living in that stress. And God spoke to me and was like, why do you care so much about what these folks think about you? Mm. Why do you care? I gave you the power. I gave you the gift. You showed that gift. And when I got over the fact that, you know, whatever other people had to say, it didn't matter. Yeah. Then that's, that's, what, that's when the fire happened. That's when I was able to just be me and just be my excellent self without worrying about what my colleagues had to say about me. Come on. The dog. fact that they thought that I wasn't talented enough to be here, knowing that God put me here to be the first black professor. Mm. My goodness. Listen, man, you, 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 you about to take this thing somewhere because it's like, First of all, you you were denied for a certain position three times. Absolutely. And, and, and you didn't give up. You went as far as, look, I'm going to do something about this because I've noticed the problem. And see, we're talking about issues that 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 plagued 
um, black people for generations to come. So, you know what I mean? We, we, we talking about a struggle that it, it, it isn't a mystery. It isn't a secret. It's been hidden. Right. It's been exposed. It's been uh, whitewashed, thrown under the rug. Like it's been of an ongoing issue that blacks are facing challenges and obstacles and, 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 and struggling for certain positions. And then you having to endure that and be a woman on top of that. Right. The first black woman, yeah. right. To hold that position. And that's forever etched in stone in history, Absolutely. right? They can't Absolutely. remove that, but it didn't Woo. come without some hurt. It didn't come Absolutely. without some pain. Like we can't walk in this purpose. We can't live in this purpose. Like if you didn't feel that hurt, Right. If you didn't feel that pain, if you didn't have to go through that insult and feel like, you know, they talk, just because you are well spoken. And I can relate because, you know, you see how I talk and, 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 and I'm not as eloquent with my speech as you are. But it's OK. I used to get in trouble all the time for talking in school. Right. <laughs> they used to get on me, you know, need improvement, unsatisfactory conduct. Now, when I step up in the school, the teachers be like, talk that talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I love it, Dr. T. Um, now. Let me ask you this right here, right? Tell me, first of all, listen, if you're getting value from Dr. Tamika Ellington, if you're getting value from yours truly, DeMont Pope, this is what I need you to do, right? I need you to go ahead, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, right? Hit the notification bell so you get notified when we drop a new content, right? Also, I need you to hit the thumbs up if you're getting value from it. I need you to let it be known, right? Like that we ain't just wasting our time. Like our purpose matters to us, but we need it to be adding value to you because that's why we're here. And we're wasting time if we're not adding value, then I need to switch up and do some different things. So listen, hit the like, hit the share, right? Uh, do whatever you got to do to get this in front of people who may need to hear this information and also to keep yourself um, informed of what's going on, right? Now, Dr. T, listen, that's what I want you to do, right? I want you to talk to me now about the three most influential people, right, in your life and how they have impacted you. Let's talk about that. Uh, mentors have always been really important to me mm -hmm. um, because I didn't get support from at home. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the first person in my family to go to school and get a college degree. I'm still the only person in my family to get a college degree. And I didn't really have support from my house. Um, my mother was a teenage mother. She did the best she could, you know, raising me, my brother and my sister. My dad was in prison for half of my growing up. Um, and so I had to get my support elsewhere. And so one of the people that was probably the most important in my life was a lady. Her name is Miss Carol. She was my Sunday school teacher when I was in high school. And I used to come to her, like, not only did she helped me, you know, of course, like learn the lessons or whatever. But after class, me and Miss Carol would just sit and she would just talk to me mm. and just pour into me. Yeah. And so I would say, Miss Carol, take your time. Um, I had amazing art teachers. Um, I'm an artist. And so I had a, a gentleman who was a leather crafter. He was our industrial arts teacher. And he taught me everything I know about how to make leather bags, wallets, and stuff like that. That was actually one of my first businesses that I had, DeMont, was I used to make leather bags and wallets and sell them to my friends in school, you know? <laughs> and so uh, his name was Mr. Clary. And Mr. Clary, um, he gave me skills that I still use today, you know, and just was able to allow me to see 
a life different than the life that I had at home. And I would say the third person that was the most influential to me is my mother. And the reason why I would say it is because she was the one who allowed me to see that God's purpose can't be stopped by anyone, even if it is your mother. My mother and I haven't spoken in over two years. Um, And it's because she's always had a problem with the fact that she saw something in me, like God just put this determination, this to fight in me from the very beginning. And she saw that. Mm -hmm. And because she wasn't woman enough or whatever the case might be to live out the dreams that she wanted to live out, Mm -hmm. she began to deflect all that negative energy towards me. Wow. And me and my mother have always had a very um, difficult relationship, always. And um, I've realized that no matter how much you care and love someone, mm-hmm. if they are not for you, then they are against you. Wow. And if she's not for me, she is against me. She can still be the woman who birthed me. Mm-hmm. But if you're not wanting me to succeed, then you're obviously wanting me to fail. Wow. You know, so it's like once I was able to, you know, like move beyond the idea of the fact that I may never talk to my mother again. Mm -hmm. I may never speak to her again because, you know what, I refuse to dim who I am to make them feel more comfortable with me. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. So you either love me the way that I am and all my excellence (laughs) right? You love me the way that I am or you don't love me at all. Wow, that's that's big, Dr. T. And in that last statement, um, when you said if you're not for me, then you're against me. Like absolutely. Like, again, that that honestly reminds me of something that I read in my favorite book, man. And 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 it's called the Bible, in case you want to know. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. called the Bible. Like I, I was reading it one time, and then there's a man I, I heard uh I read about his name was Jesus, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ to be exact. Yeah, yeah. I can say what I want to say because this is the month Pope speaks, and I this is how this I found my purpose. And he said, he said, he that gathers not with me scatters. And that's a powerful Ooh. quote. Mm-hmm. He that gathers not with me scatters. So regardless of, of what the intentions are, like if you're not gathering or building people up with me, then you're doing the opposite, which is tearing them down. The opposite of building up is tearing down. And we know we Absolutely. have to have opposites to keep balance, you know what I mean, in this life. So, you know, those people are necessary, yo, right? But we also have to know and be confident because what you just displayed is self-assurance, self-confidence, Ooh. self-value, self-worth, because you said that regardless of who it is and how close the relationship and what the person mean, I'm not going to dim my light right? To impress or to fit in or to please somebody else. And that's the thing, like God has given us a light and we're supposed to shine that light. We're supposed to put it right on the top of the the, the, the lampstand or something like that. So it shines light. What's the purpose of sparking the flame or lighting the candle if you're going to put it under the table? You know, Mm -hmm. only thing going to be lit up is underneath the table. You get what I'm saying? So you got to put it on the table and you put it all on the table right here. So um, even though you've had... um, your mother in your life, the relationship has been a struggle. And some some little girl is out there struggling with the relationship with their, with, with her mom, right? And, and yeah. I've never really had a relationship with my biological father or who I know to be my biological father. That's still up in the air um, because of some words that he said himself. Um, right. but, but, but there's somebody that's struggling that needs to know that, guess what? There is purpose 
in that, right? You can't overcome that and you can still find success beyond that. And success right. isn't always limited to money because if you notice, guys, we haven't really talked about money yet. Only thing we've mentioned about money was Dr. Tamika walked away from six figures. A lot yeah. of y'all running to six figures and y'all running to the money and you compromising your integrity and you compromising Ooh. your ethics and you're compromising your purpose because you chasing wow. the paper, right? Wow. So Dr. Tamika said she walked away from six figures and y'all like, man, she got to be crazy. No, she ain't crazy. She living on purpose. purpose. She living on purpose. So I'm glad that you answered the question about the most influential people in your life. Sometimes people think that the most influential people are the people that's rooting us on and the people that's supporting us. But sometimes the people who don't support you, the people who don't believe in you, sometimes that can fuel your determination Absolutely. and it can fuel your will and your why to keep going. So i uh, grateful for you sharing those three influences. And also you pointed out something that I'm not sure any of the other guests mentioned yet. Um, but I also made a point of highlighting it. Sometimes, right, those influential people don't come from inside of your home, right? They don't come inside of your front door. Sometimes you have to go out and that's what you did. You found mentors um, that were in your eyes already successful or beyond where you wanted to be and you allowed them to pour into you. And mentorship is important because of course, that's how we know each other. Is our mentor, Jeremy Anderson, right? That, that, that brought us together, right? And created the community that we now know as the Next Level uh, Speakers Academy and those of us who are part of the Next Level Speakers Elite, right? right. So I'm grateful for that. Um, and for years, I, I, I searched for mentorship, right? Because my mm. I just talked about my dad not being in my life. So I've always wanted to see what that really felt like or what it really looked like. So I've been looking for mentors and all of this and finding them in the wrong places and trying to mm. pattern them yourself behind them. And it's difficult because then you mm. realize they really wasn't who you thought they were. So right. you really right. have to let, 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 let God lead you. And it has to be a divine appointment when you're searching for mentors mm. because you don't want to be mentored and become something that you were never meant to be. All right. So, yeah, 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 yeah. We taking it there, Dr. T. But listen, before we get ready to get up out of here, right, before I ask another question, this is what I want you to know. All right. I want well now this is what I want you to do. I want you to let the people know, like where they can find you at, where your website, uh, social media uh, handles, like what's going on with Dr. Tamika Ellington, what's coming up. Like, tell us right now uh, where we can connect with you at. Um, you can connect with me on my website, uh, drtamikaellington.com. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, all under Dr. Tamika, um, Dr. Tamika Ellington. And the thing that's coming up big for me right now, like I said, is my podcast. Um, my yeah. pa my podcast is called Student Access 101. And I'm going to be interviewing amazing people who work in um, the academic spaces. Um, I actually even have another person that's going to be coming up that's been um, really influential in my life. Um, she's actually um, working with uh, Planned Parenthood. She's been working with Planned Parenthood for many years. And I really, uh, really, really want to work with her and talk to her about the influence that Planned Parenthood Planned Parenthood has in yeah. students' lives, because I'm telling you, when I was a student, <laughs> when I was a student, you know, I was there all the time, and they, not only did they help me, you know, through some of the things that I was dealing with as a woman, but they also helped me to figure out ways that I can better take care of myself, you know, like when you're a student, a lot of times you don't have insurance and things, and so they just help you with that, but um, my, my podcast is something that I've been, I've been putting off for a long time because I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to put myself in that space. You know, I didn't feel like I fit in that space, but because of you all, 
because of, you know, our friends that we have in the group. Um, ben uh, Lundquist was one of the ones that really motivated me. Oh, yeah. Jeremy motivated me to do yeah. it. And so now it's like, I'm ready now. I got my stuff together and, and that's going to be it. I'm just, I, I, it's going to be another way that I can empower people. Mm. Yes. And, and I'm glad that you keep bringing that word up, empowerment, right? Yeah. And people have to know that inspiring is one thing. Motivating is one thing. Right. Educating is one thing. But all of those three intertwine creates empowerment because you, you give people actual uh, practical steps that they can yes. do. You have actual experience, actual data that can be compared, right? So empowerment is major and you are all things empowerment. Like even the podcast is catered towards empowering students, right? You are an empowerment speaker, right? The books that you've written, you're talking about empowerment, right? So we both know, and I'm sure the listeners have gathered by now that education is definitely your friend. Absolutely. And I love it. And it's important for all of us to be educated and, and listen, don't misunderstand us. Like everybody um, isn't, built or able to 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 dig deep into uh the collegiate form of education um but listen like like i'm a forever i'm a lifelong student right whether i'm enrolled in the college or whether i'm in um the speakers academy or the speakers uh next level elite whatever the case may be like Mm -hmm. i'm always going to be getting education right i'm always going to be learning and the, the things that uh students have today uh dr tamika that we didn't have growing up was the click of the button. They can ask Google um, anything. And I tell my kids this all the time. Like, look, you don't have an excuse. Like my, I'm Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses. Like Pope is more than just our last name. So I let them know, like, you don't have the luxury of using the excuse that I didn't know how to do it. Like you can click Mm -hmm. on Google. Like we had to get the, the encyclopedias (laughs) out to do the research. We had to go to the library. We had to go to the library. We had to, we had to work harder. Right. So the access is greater. And now we're tapping into using this access because I ain't been allowed, Dr. Tamika, this social media thing, this digital world is is different for it me because I ain't really trying to be on the social media like that. You know, know what I'm saying? I don't I, I don't really I that's not really me, but it's I breaking know. me out of my comfort zone because yeah. now we have to learn how to bring what we have to these students. And that's where they are. They're on yeah. social media. So yeah. I'm glad you let us know where we can find you at on social media. I'm glad you let us know what you got coming up with the podcast. I can't wait to view it. I'm going to be checking in. I'm subscribing. I don't know what y'all doing, but I'm going to be watching it. You know what I'm saying? Now, look, before we get ready to get up out of here, Dr. Tamika, I'm going to respect your time. Um, I wish I could have you on longer, but I'm going to respect your time. I told you a certain amount of time. I have to be a man of my word because that's part of being uh, part of walking in purpose, too. You got to be able to keep your word. I can't say I'm going to have you for this long and then keep you for this long because then you'd be like, my lie. He said he was going to have me 20, 30 minutes. He had me on there for an hour and a half. (laughs) I can't have you bad mouthing me in these streets. You feel me? (laughs) Uh, I can do that by myself. <laughs> but if you bad talk me, they gonna believe it. Dr. T said he, uh-uh, I, ain't finna do it. I'm finna, I ain't finna do it. All right, so sis, one more question. Yes. What is one piece of advice, right? That you would give to that young man, right? That young girl, right? Who may be struggling in their household, right? Who may not have the ideal relationship with their mother or their father or their siblings, right? Or who right. feel like they just don't have no yeah. support in the house. Um, who they don't know where to go, where to find mentors. Like they don't know. All they know is 
one day they want to be a successful empowerment speaker, right? Like right. you and I, one day they want to be a published author like you and I, right? Like, what would you say to that person? Like that's just getting started out in our particular industry. What would you say to them? One of the first things that I would say, and this is, in, I think it's difficult when you are young, you don't really understand the value in, in allowing God to just lead you to where you're supposed to go. You know, um, it's difficult sometimes for you to understand that you are being led, even as grown people, you know, even as adults, we have a hard time understanding that we are being, in everything that we do, we're being led, we're being divinely guided. So if these young people can take a, a moment to just relax and just allow themselves to be divinely guided, whatever it is that, whatever imagination, whatever thing that God is putting into their spirit, follow whatever that is and allow yourself to be divinely guided. And in the process, also allow yourself to just be you without thinking about what other people have to say, because other people are going to have everything to say. Yeah. You know, if you can get beyond what others say, there's so much power in that. Right. There's so much power and only surround yourself with people who want to see you do well. You know, don't allow negativity. I, I'm telling you, I won't take a negative phone call. I won't take a negative email. I don't care what it is. If it's negative, I don't want it. Block the negativity. Allow yourself to walk in divine purpose. And don't, don't worry about what other people have to think. Just do you and do the best you that you can do. And you know what I, 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 I'm highlighting out of this, Dr. Tamika, is basically what you're talking about is protecting yourself. Absolutely. Protecting your purpose. Protect your Absolutely. vision. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Be careful who you share it with. Block out Absolutely. the negativity because what we see, right? Our eyes, right, are the gates to our soul. Our soul is our essence, our, our true being, right? This body, Absolutely. this body is only temporary. So there is something inside of you that's more powerful than what's outside of you. Absolutely. But you got to protect what's inside of you. Mm -hmm. And and again, Dr. Tamika, I just want to thank you for come kicking it with your brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm so honored. Um, I've been wanting to collect collaborate with you for a while. Um, I'm so grateful for all of the people of our community. Uh, we're using yes. our gifts to come together and we, we are cooperating in collaboration yes. and we're not uh, um, competing with one yes. another. I, I, yes. I love the word cooperate and collaborate. Yes. I love those words. Yes. I don't too much care for the competition word, you me know, either. even though yeah. it's, it's, it's healthy in some aspects, me personally, I, I love the cooperation and the collaboration. Yes. So yes. thank you, yes. Dr. Tamika. Yes, it's my Listen. pleasure. Listen, y'all, hey, again, subscribe, hit the notification bell, thumbs up, like it, share it, do whatever you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, thank you guys for staying tuned in to the whole episode uh, with yours truly, DeMont Pope. Listen, Dr. Tamika Ellington, look, we'll be back next week. But until then, it's your big brother, DeMont Pope. That's your big sis, Dr. Tamika Ellington. Put some respect on it. PhD, you <laughs> did what I'm saying? Um, but I'm going to be back. We'll see y'all next week on purpose over pointless excuses. Hey, it's your big brother. Until next week. Yeah. Listen, I need your help. If you've been enjoying the King Speaks podcast, then I need for you to go ahead and click the support option to support this podcast with a monthly donation as little as 99 cents to help sustain future episodes. Well, 
What's happening, King? What's happening, Queen? I want to thank you for taking time to listen in. That's going to be a wrap for this episode. Hey, listen, gravity and negative energy is always at work to pull you down. That's why on the King Speaks podcast, we don't say hold it down. We say hold it up now. So until next week, hold it up, King. Hold it up, Queen. Go in peace.